Hello, my Scrub Squad members, and welcome back to another episode of Pre-Med Problems. As always, it is your girl, Alexa, and today I'm back by myself. Um, I have a solo episode today. I have not done one of these by myself in a while. I've had on three guests, so if you haven't gone and listened to those episodes, definitely go back and listen to them because they were awesome. I had on Bailey and we talked about dealing with rejections. I had on Emily to talk about, you know, a lot of worries that especially females have entering the field of trying to become a physician. And then I had on Allie to talk about her non-traditional path and some really, really cool and different um, extracurricular and clinical experiences. So like I said, if you haven't listened to those, definitely go give them a listen. They are great episodes and really good people. So go check out their accounts as well. But today, um, it's going to be a little different. So February is about to begin and that means that this application cycle is on its way to coming to a close. There's only about two or three more months left for interviews depending on the school and it's a really, really high stress time right now for everyone that was applying this cycle. Um, I know myself is extremely stressed. I've seen all over the Instagram community people are stressed. Um, You know, even if you had an interview and you haven't heard back obviously that's stressful. Maybe you haven't gotten an interview invite at all. Obviously, that's really, really stressful. Um, Like me personally, I applied, I think I sent secondaries to like 19 schools maybe, and I've only heard back from like five or six. So, you know, there's just so much uncertainty and it's really, really tough. It's a really tough time now mentally for, you know, everyone who applied, um, myself included. It's been really rough it brings you down. You're just so anxious all the time. You're so nervous and you're kind of lost because you're stuck in this limbo space of, okay, do I have to apply again next application cycle? Do I need to start prepping for it? How can I start prepping for it? What am I going to do? Like, it's just so hard because it's hard to start planning things when you don't know where you're going to be in a couple months. So lately I've noticed I've just basically been living my life checking my email. I check it literally every five minutes and refreshing it to see if I'm getting some kind of information in with no luck, um, which obviously really sucks. And, you know, stressful is going to be the word of the podcast. It, everything is just really, really stressful right now. Um, and at least me personally, one thing I find really stressful and that really kind of brings down my mood is when people ask me about it and I have to talk about it. And that may sound bad or, you know, selfish or whatever you want to call it, but um, I find that it's really hard for me to talk about it with people who maybe don't completely understand just because of the reaction. Um, even my parents, it took my parents a really long time to understand that, you know, it may take, like, I'm not guaranteed to get in. When you apply, it's not like applying to other graduate programs. It's not like applying to other schools. Like, medical school is its own game, and it's not uncommon to take a cycle or two. You know, the average age of matriculation is 24, um, so it's not completely uncommon, but does it suck, and do I want to do that? Yeah, it sucks, and do I want to take, you know, do I want to take two cycles to get in? No, nobody does, but you know, your journey is your journey and what's supposed to happen and what's meant to be is what's going to happen. So you just have to have faith and stick along for the ride. But yeah, it took a while for my parents to understand, like, yes, I'm smart. And yes, I have, you know, in my opinion, a pretty solid application in regards to extracurriculars and experiences and clinical hours. Um, But just because you have all that and just because you are well-rounded in your experiences 
does not guarantee you an acceptance anywhere. And it took them a really long time to grasp that um, and understand that concept of, you know, people don't get in. It takes a little bit sometimes. Um, Obviously, I'm hoping that's not the case, but, you know, I'm just... The whole point is them understanding. And, you know, even my friends and people that are close to me in my life, unless you do this, unless you've gone through this process, nobody understands how extensive and how insane it is Um, and financially expensive and just all the ins and out and all the minute parts. Nobody gets it. So I find that having to explain it to people, you know, it does add a little bit of stress and, you know, their confusion and like they look at you you know, they ask, oh, how's it going? Have you heard back from schools? And you're like, no, not yet. I'm still waiting. They kind of give you this look. Um, and you know, I can't blame them because they don't understand how this works, but it, I don't know, at least in my opinion, it does kind of, it makes me feel some type of way. Um, and that's not their fault, but you know, at least for me, it does, it does make me feel some type of way. So, you know, I've been feeling this way for months now. And it's constantly the same feelings. And I was like, other people have to feel this exact same way too. Like this cannot just be me having to explain it to people and the uncertainty and everything just getting to you. So what I did was I, which is what I'm going to read and is the focus of this podcast today. I wrote a letter. Um, It's called Dear Dear Those Who Love Me. I wrote a letter to family and friends kind of explaining how at least me personally, I'm feeling right now, and I'm assuming a lot of others too, um, kind of explaining where I'm at in this whole process and just, you know, the mental aspect of it and how it's hard and how maybe they don't understand it and how their actions and words, you know, affect us. So um, here we go. Dear those who love me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the past couple months. I have maybe not been all there. I'm sorry for missing parties and dinners and celebrations. I'm sorry if I have been a little on edge and I'm sorry if I have not been much of myself. See, the truth is you're right. I am on edge. I am stressed and I am not truly feeling like myself. I'm worried. I'm anxious. I'm scared. Every time I open my phone to check my email, I feel the butterflies in my stomach. Then when I open the email and I see nothing, well, a couple times I got a rejection letter, so I guess in a way nothing is better because it means I'm not rejected and still have a chance. But every time I do, my stomach drops. And it's getting so late in the cycle, and I feel like my chances of getting an interview and fulfilling my dream of attending medical school right now are dwindling. And then I'll have to apply again next cycle, which is in a couple of months. Cue vomit. And the thought of having to reapply makes me sick and terrified, and because I look at my life and wonder what will be different about my application next time around. Sure, I'll have more clinical hours and now have some experience in research, but nothing drastically different that should make admission committees want me any more than they do now. It's terrifying and stressful, and thousands of thoughts flood my mind and I'll piggyback off of each other every time I open my damn phone to check my email. And then when I see nothing, the doubt begins to creep in and the sadness, and it's just an endless spiral. My apology to you is not only for being absent, but for letting you down. And I know you're going to try to stop me from saying that and say how hard you've watched me work and how proud it's made you and how I'm not letting you down. But I know the truth. Not getting in this cycle does not only affect me. It does not only crush me, but it also crushes you. To my parents, you guys have been my biggest supporters throughout 
this entire process from prepping my MCAT and applications and secondaries. You were always there with words of encouragement when I was feeling down or defeated. You kept believing in me when it was hard for me to believe in myself. My dream became yours. So yes, I will feel as though I'm letting you down because you will be crushed with me. You have been anxiously awaiting news with me. We're a team as my dream has become yours. To my friends, I'm sorry for my absence. I'm sorry for missing events or if I have not been as present as usual. I'm emotionally exhausted and I've been trying to focus on keeping it together, but the waiting is excruciating. It's hard to explain and I know you don't understand because you're not in this process, but just know that I still love you and appreciate you and I do appreciate your interest in how I'm doing and how this cycle is going, but every time I hear, have you heard from any medical schools yet? I want to crawl in a hole, but instead... To my friends and people that mean the most to me, I have to fake a confident smile and say, no, I'm still just waiting to hear, but it could be any day now. And then proceed to be asked 500 questions because none of you understand how this process works and about interview season and about timing. And I totally understand, but it sparks the anxiousness and the nerves all over again. Believe me, I deeply appreciate how much you care and all the support. It's just hard to be constantly reminded of my lack of good news. But thank you for sticking by my side regardless. I think the hardest part of all of this is the uncertainty. I've lived my entire life planning every moment and checking all the boxes. I'm an obsessive planner. Now I've been spending the last couple months living in limbo, uncertain of my future or the steps I should be or can be taking to prepare for it. Will I be starting medical school this summer? Fingers crossed, yes. But if not, I need to reapply and I need to start preparing to make application different from my last. Do I apply to postbacks? Do I retake my MCAT again? Do I try to shadow or get a different certification for another job? It's just so much and it's crazy and it's so hard to plan for the future when you don't know what it looks like. It's really scary and it makes me very nervous and anxious. And I know it must be hard to understand because it's hard for me to explain sometimes how it's normal for people to take more than one cycle to get in. It's still heartbreaking regardless. It's hard to fail. It's hard to accept failure. I'm not used to it, and I know you're not used to it from me. It's just a bump in the road, and we will get there eventually, I promise. There's still a couple months left of interview season, and I'm trying to stay positive that there's still hope, and that it's never over till it's over, and that I still have a chance until that last rejection letter is received. Chances are, as the time passes and the letters come in, my stress will continue to increase. All I ask is you keep supporting me, Maybe throw in a couple prayers and don't stop believing in me because I need that hope now more than you know. Thank you and I love you. In this letter, I tried to express my most basic feelings about, you know, everything in the entire process and the emotional roller coaster that it is um, without getting too detailed just because I did want it to be a little more general um, so other people could relate to it as opposed to it just being my specific story. But I don't know, one of the things that I personally find hardest about this entire process is having to explain it to people who don't understand and the confused looks and hearing them say, oh, you're smart, don't worry about it, you'll get in. And you're just sitting there like, yeah, but in your head, it's just like, yeah, if only it was that easy. And it seems like everybody expects so much from you. And at the end of the day, you know, it only matters that you're making yourself proud and, you know, maybe your family, but really at the end of the day, it's you and if you're happy with yourself, but... 
all of the interactions just add to the collective feeling of failure, honestly. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard for anyone to accept failure. It's hard to fail. And, you know, but does failing help you grow? Absolutely. But, you know, I'd rather fail in other ways than not get to medical school first time, <laughs> as I bet most people would. But, you know, I just, I try to tell myself, you know, believe in the process. Everything happens for a reason. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I believe that, you know, you get out of the universe what you put into it. And I know how hard I've worked for this. So I know it's going to come eventually. I know eventually I will get in and I will be a doctor. Um, it's just a matter of time. So you just got to stay hopeful, keep your fingers crossed, and just keep faith that, you know, you're going to hear good things, hopefully this cycle. I wish every single one of you the absolute best of luck for the remainder of the cycle. Obviously, I'll still be hearing from you, but, you know, if you guys resonate with anything that I said in this podcast or, you know, you ever need to vent about how you're feeling, um, please, my DMs are always open. Feel free. You know, you're not alone. That's the biggest thing is... It's been so helpful for me to find other people in this community through Instagram and stuff who feel the exact same way that I feel. Um, You know, the confusion, feeling lost, just all of it. It's really helpful to have people to talk it through with. So, you know, make sure you have your people that have your back at the end of the day and that you feel comfortable enough to really open up to about the situation. And, you know, it, it does help if they understand it and if they're going through the same thing too. So make sure you find your people. Like I said, my DMs are always here. They're always open for all you guys if you ever need it. And um, yeah, but I wish you all the absolute best of luck. And as always, we are going to close out the podcast with our quote of the day. So today's quote is, Patience is waiting, not passively waiting. That is laziness. But to keep going when the going is hard and slow, that is patience. For all of you still waiting to hear back from schools with rejections or interviews or acceptances, just be patient. Love you guys, and I will catch you next week. Bye.